you know, when we say drift from tradition, that's what Harry did as well. We're doing it. Is this it? Are we gonna do it? This is it. So we're gonna try it with the Mevo camera. So we'll see kind of what that does. I'm gonna try to mess with a couple things here so that it makes it just a little bit more interesting. We'll be able to like zoom in on you a little bit better. We'll see what that looks like. Hi everybody. Then we can have it wide. We can do a bunch of different things. So it'll be a little bit more interesting than just doing that. So we need to start the episode how should we start it every time? So this is this episode number one, so we have no clue what we're doing. Yes, this is uh, the launch of Varden, and uh, we're going to make it a, it's going to be a big thing. You know, it's going to be huge, so this is just step one. Yeah. We're trying to cover all, all of the components. You know it would be kind of cool? If we started the podcast with kind of like a some kind of measuring stick, something where we're like, this is where we're at. So that, say like six months from now, we jump on and we're like, all right, here's the update. But what would those things be that were, so. Would it be followers or revenue or. Yeah, I think stuff like that, right? Or both or all of them. Yeah. Or I don't know. I think before we jump to that, like, let's discuss a little bit better. We've kind of talked about what we want to do for the podcast, but let's maybe just go into like why we're even going to do a podcast. Yes. Okay. That's good. Well. Well, why don't you start? Because this is your idea that you had that you pitched to me on water therapy Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. And I just says, okay, sweet, let's do it. So I think you should start with your idea. Well, start with corporate movement, establish, and then your idea. Let's start way back. Even further, like high school. Clear back when I had zits all over. <laughs> Mountain Mafia. <laughs> Mountain Mafia. So 10th grade. Um, oh, yeah. This is going to be a little bit more of a story. I don't know how much time we have. That's okay. But we'll figure it out. Because we kind of got to dis describe why Mountain Mafia even exists. So way back then, it's going to show my age, but like skiers and boarders kind of hated each other. There was like this animosity. But our crew was all skiers and boarders. And so anyways, we we all rode together. But at the resorts, we couldn't go upside down. Have I already told you this story? No, this is new. Okay, so... The upside down part. Yeah, so at the ski resorts, you couldn't go upside down. So, like, if you did flips at all, like, they come and cut your pass. Oh, okay. So, anyway, so we... 10th grade, we... Every time we were going to do something, we'd, like, build a kicker, and we'd be having to just make sure, like, see where ski patrol was and all that kind of stuff. They weren't around, and it was like, all right, sweet. So we could go and we could do backflips and stuff. Right. Um, I think I was kind of a wuss at the time, though, because I didn't do backflips. The first time I did backflips was in 11th grade. Mm. Um, but you couldn't even think about doing it. So anyways, I had a dream that we took over this mountain and we kind of offed all the ski patrol. And so we became the mountain mafia. That's where mountain mafia came from. Oh, okay. Okay. And so it was kind of like, kind of like snowboard Alta where Alta is like, you can only ski. It was almost like that, like taking over the resort and be like, no, this is like for everybody. Gotcha. So we kind of did that kind of a scenario. So we started just making shirts and stuff. I wasn't even thinking, Hey, I'm going to make a company out of this. But I did that through high school, and still I wasn't thinking, hey, I'm going to build this thing um, into a company. It was just something that was fun that just grew. We had more and more friends kind of doing it. So senior year, we had, like, more than 100 people that just had Mountain Mafia swag. And so we had, like, hoodies and shirts and stuff. Anyways, um, I left on an LDS mission, got back, 
and started getting it pushed out to a bunch of different retail shops and stuff. And I was ran into a company that was looking, I was going to have them produce my goods. So they were going to do the screen printing and stuff. And they were like, Hey, you should actually join the company. I was going to be just a second employee. So just basic startup, kind of like what we're doing right now. Yeah. Whereas like, but that company, we didn't know what we were doing at all. Like I was just given a phone book and it was like, Hey, just start selling. And I was like, the reason I thought, Hey, this might be a good idea is because I was like, if I can understand the backside of the industry, then I can really build a brand that can actually grow and kind of do more things. But if I understand all the manufacturing, the materials, like really all the ins and outs of the backside of the whole organization, then I could actually launch a brand. So right. anyways, that's kind of the beginnings. That's the origins of that, uh, yeah. Everything. Figuring it out on your own. Just, it out. You just, hey, you know what? You joined with the company and you wanted to figure out all of the back, everything, right? Yeah, everything from... From, from where, when the shirt is made to how it's packaged to how it's shipped to how it's delivered to the customer and then how you can repeat that process yeah. over and over. Exactly. Even from steps before that where it's like creating the tech pack, so even just the drawings that this is exactly where the stitches are going to be on the shirt, like all that process. So I had the opportunity to do that for several companies. Um, worked on the designs of shirts, worked on the fulfillment, the warehousing, logistics, like all that stuff. And... Uh, then also, that's all just the producing the goods. Right. Then I also focused on actually the marketing. So marketed a bunch of different companies, worked on contests, and um, have a nonprofit that we built over a million followers. So figuring out how to navigate social networks, but actually do it like with a cause, like with a soul, rather than just for the number. Right. And anyways. In the meantime, you're going to college for business, right? Yeah. So I kind of bounced around a ton. Okay. Because I was going to school for architecture, and then I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. So I actually started a small architect firm and started figuring that out, doing work for contractors. And I was like, I want to do much more than just architecture. Right. So okay. then I switched to business. Gotcha. So, so yeah, it actually took me a long time to graduate because I was <laughs> I scaled back to like one or two classes a semester. Most people didn't even know I graduated. I finally graduated twenty eighteen, so just barely. Oh really? Yeah. Me too. I yeah I was uh I graduated. Yeah, 2019. Oh, no, I think it might have said 2020. I don't know. Yeah, but it took me a long time, too. Yeah. Just because family and kids and whatnot. Yeah. So, so, anyways, navigated everything. So, that kind of brings us to where we're at, right? Right. Well, I would say, I would say though, so you learn the ins and outs of the business, for you know, from start to finish and yeah. all the channels. And then you, and then is that when you started Corporate Movement? No, so corporate movement was 2009. There was like a big recession. Okay. 2008 or 7, 8, 2009. Um, I was working with another company. We actually did screen printing and embroidery. We did all that in-house. And I wanted to start expanding it and had the idea for corporate movement. Yeah. Um, didn't have a name because I was wanting to do it with those partners, but they weren't wanting to put money into other things. And so I said, I'm going to split and do this. Yeah. And so I started corporate movement in 2009. And uh, yeah, anyways, continued to use them. As kind of a sister company for a bunch of things. Now we use a bunch of other companies. And like corporate movement in a whole, like in a nutshell, if we're going to explain what corporate movement is, it's like company branding and swag. Yeah. For, for multi, you know, corporations, obviously. Yeah. We basically, we try to simplify because it it's like literally more than a million products. Right. But there's like three categories. So there's apparel. So that's everything wearable. Yeah. There's promotional items. So that's like the pens and pop sockets and like all the swag stuff and then printing. So that's from banners to signs to car wraps to business cards, all that kind of stuff. Right. And it's all solidified in corporate movement. In corporate movement, yep. Okay, sweet. 
Then that's that's been going for since two thousand nine. Yep. In the meantime, you have established as well. Yep. And this is this this is all going to be very important because this is going to tell this is going to tell the rest of our story a lot better. This is just kind of the groundwork that I think everyone needs to know, right? So, yeah. And established is more of the digital side of businesses, right? Yeah. Social Correct. media marketing, and yeah, building websites, doing social media marketing, um, really strategy on the digital side. So really figuring it the ins and the outs of identifying stakeholders, creating intentional interactions with them. And so that's where corporate movement and establish kind of create that entire mix where it's intentional interactions, whether it's physical or digital. Right. Okay. All the way around. And so now you have both. And so now, see now this is why it's the fun part. The fun part is, is what I always tell people whenever I'm trying to explain this to them, I tell them that you've been in this industry, you know, for a very long time. And when you're in this industry, you're talking and you're, you're collaborating with corporations and there's, you know, what you have found is there is a gap of, Hey, we want something that's unique and stylish, uh, but we don't want it to be crazy that you can't wear it in an executive meeting. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so instead of you trying to find another brand that would, you know, put those two together. We decided, you decided to start Varden. Yeah, well, and part of that is because we look for another brand. There's brands that are kind of trying to do it, but they are so tied into being traditional that they're not quite accomplishing what we're wanting to accomplish. Yeah. If they did, then I think we'd probably just use them. But there's not really companies that are doing exactly what we're trying to do. Yep. And so, and so it was, I think it was just really awesome when you're like, because for me, like when you just, you know, because I've actually come try to work for Establish or whatever, and I was just trying to make sense of everything. And then when you didn't give up on me or whatever, and then you offered, you know, told me about Barden, I was like, you know what? Let's, let's go ahead and do this. And, you know, at first I thought we were just going to sell a golf glove and a, <laughs> and a polo, you know? Yeah. And then after you had told me the story of, you know, who Harry Varden was, we all know, like in golf, there's the Varden grip. Like that's what, that's what. You know, it's very common in the golf world to know what the Varden grip is. Sometimes. Some people, none of these younger kids probably don't even know. A lot of people don't know the name, but most people know what the grip is when you're like, oh, yeah, it's where you overlap the the fingers. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And so when you found out, so, and then is that how you came up? Because were you playing golf and you're like, who is Varden and why do we have this grip? And is that when you learned about? So with corporate movement, and really, it's kind of established now doing kind of the digital marketing for companies. A part of that is actually doing branding. And so really what happened is I kept putting the white glove on. And I was just like, I'd have the white glove and then I'd have some really cool funky socks, like stance socks. I'd be like, we really need to do a really interesting glove. And so the idea kind of, this was probably two years ago, started formulating like, hey, let's just build a glove company. But the whole idea was just, okay, we're just going to build gloves. And when I was starting to figure out a name for it, I was started researching gloves and I was kind of went through what I do for a bunch of other companies where I'm like, okay, can we have a name that actually is significant for the glove? For the glove. Okay. And so I was like, okay, what's interesting about golf gloves? So I did a bunch of research in a bunch of different areas and I came upon Harry Varden. I hadn't even heard that it was called the Varden Grip. Mm. And so started talking to some other golf friends and I'm like, oh yeah, I know the Varden Grip. Um, but lots of people still 
don't. But you look it up and it's like, yep, hardened grip. That's exactly what it's called. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense that there's a name for it. I mean, most people are like, oh, yeah, it's the overlapping finger grip right. or whatever. Um, but since it was based on the glove itself, it was like, hey, let's have it be Harry Barton. Right. So that and, and, and that's what's awesome is is because then as we were talking about, you know, Varden in a golf club, that's exactly what I thought we were going to do. Sell golf gloves and then maybe, you know, a couple of shirts. But then as we sit down and I say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I want to do this with you. I'm in. And my stoke meter was like at 10 percent, you know, like, cool. I'm going to help help with a with a golf glove company. Yeah. And then as we sat down and we we're brainstorming ideas and using your knowledge we kind of put together a pretty good business plan, um, you know, for, yeah. for what, what, what we want to do with Varden. Right. Yeah, it was interesting because, like I said, I've been kind of marinating on it for like a couple years. And it was actually this summer. I was actually just north of West Yellowstone at like this dude ranch where we take the girls and they get to go out and ride horses and do all that kind of stuff. And I Your woke daughters. up. Yeah, my daughters. Yeah. <laughs> Not the girls. Yeah, yeah just, we should clarify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just want to make sure you're going out with a bunch of girls, taking girls on. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's your daughters. Yeah. You have two girls, yeah. Yeah, my daughters. But it's actually the whole family, so it's like oh, my okay. parents. Yeah, very different than the girls. <laughs> yeah. Good call. <laughs> um, and just to clarify, there aren't the girls anywhere. Like, that's right. just good to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I woke up one morning and I was, like, talking to my wife, and I'm like, I just kind of every piece kind of fell together as to how we were going to be pushing this brand and it's not going to be just a glove. And we've been doing Wednesday water therapy um, before that and then everything kind of came together. It was like right after I got back from that trip, I started talking to you and I was like, hey, let's let's sit down and talk about this. Right. Yeah. And so then I did some research, found out, you know, Harry Varden and like, okay, I get it. He's uh, he's a rock star. He was, yeah. he was the king of golf back in his day, late 1800s, yep. late 1800s and, you know, early 1900s that on like, they, he was like the first traveling golf star. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, he started out as a caddy and then started playing and won six championships and won us open in the U S and, and, and I, I truly believe that Harry Varden was the one that really helped grow the golf business in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. He did that international tour, and when he did that, really it was kind of, it had been played here, but it really didn't have the notoriety that it did right. once he kind of brought it around. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, he kind of became the first international superstar. Right, yep. And then, and then like with his story and with, you know, the Varney Grip, but like the thing I really like about, you know, when we say drift from tradition, that's what Harry did as well. Yeah. Like the first... You know, he wore knickerbockers, and probably at that time in the 1800s, they were like, dude, you look like a goof, you know? But, like, they really couldn't say anything because he was good, yeah. you know? Like, he's, you know? Well, and it was just interesting, too, because he, he wore them, and now we think about old golf, and that's all we think about. Right. Right? So, typically, pioneers are doing something that people are like, well, that's... They don't say, hey, that's way innovative. They're like, well, that's way different. That's too far or whatever but he didn't do something that was like disrespectful to the game right but he did bring his own style to the game yeah it's comfort comfortable yeah. you know yeah so that's what's really cool and I, and that's and that's what i like about th this journey that we're doing 
you know, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be the Knickerbockers, you know. Yeah. And so I mean, well, let's let's tell them about the Venn diagram. Tell them about the Venn diagram. Are we ready for it? Like, are we at that 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 stage yet, or do we get enough background yet first? You know. Yeah, I don't. Is there anything else you don't know that you're or something that you thought was interesting? One thing yeah. that I think is important is as we've talked about this, and we have a, a small team now, more than just you and I, but it's, it's, it has nothing to do with me. And that's one thing that's really great about it too, is that it has, doesn't have my name on it, has nothing really to do with me. And when I was thinking about it, I wasn't thinking, how can I like have a brand that like represents me? It was, how can I have a brand that I identify with? Yeah. And I think that's why everybody's excited about it is because it has zero to do with Jordan Abner. It's about yeah. kind of, a movement, right. a movement that Harry didn't start, but he definitely embodied. Right. And we've been living, and this brand really kind of represents that. So it's, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the backstory was a lot about me, and so I just kind of wanted to make yeah, that make, clear yeah. that it's like, I don't know. It's having done this with corporate movement as well. I guess just part of the backstory is I've heard over and over and over again from a bunch of different clients. They're like, we want something that is different and is unique. And to simplify it in words, they still wanted it to be classy. They wanted it to be something that yeah. still the executives were excited about. Yeah. But that the new workforce was way excited about too. If we could kind of get that balance, so that's where kind of the Venn diagram comes in. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, then, because so, that's my favorite part. From here going forward, this is my favorite part. Because now my stoke meter, when Jordan first told me my stoke stoke meter was at ten percent, after we kind of sat down and went to lunch and kind of talked about it more and more, um, my stoke meter kept going up. Yeah. And I think I think where it really hit me the most is when we drew the Venn diagram. Yeah. You know, and so so I'll tell that story. So when we yeah, were yeah. when we were like, hey, what what are we gonna be about if we're gonna do do this as a company? And when you 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 got we were sitting in a conference room, just me and Jordan, and we're like, okay, what are we gonna what are we about? He drew a circle and it was this is your professional world. You know, your professional world, corporate meetings you know, punch lists, you know, budgets, whatever. Like you have things that you have to do and you have to hit and very organized. Yeah. And then we have our personal side. Like for me, I'm a huge water sports and outdoors enthusiast. So wakeboarding was kind of like what I've been known for. Um, But I really love dirt biking and I love snowmobiling, you know, and then there's so many outdoor recreation experiences and that's crazy. Like it's all over. Like it's just fun patterns. Mm -hmm. So we had those two circles and in the middle is where Varden is really going to come in. Like Varden is going to be able to, you're going to be able to identify as, hey, I like to be in the outdoors and have fun, you know, wakeboard, surf, snowboard, mountain bike, whatever. I can represent that in a professional manner, and that's what Varden is about. Yeah, that intersection, right? Yeah. And then, and then when we were sitting there, we were like, we were sitting there. What do we call this again? And I called my buddy because. Whenever I don't know something, I always call other people, you know. <laughs> and uh, I just, you know, I called my buddy. I was like, hey, bud, remember when we were in school and we drew the two circles and then the middle, you know, you had the common ground? And he was like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember doing that. And then in the background, his wife goes, it's called a Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> like, you idiots. Yeah. And so, and so they're like, okay, perfect. And then, you know, we uh, put together a cool design and that's one of the logos that we have now. Yeah, I mean, how many logos do we, did we variations did we come up with? Oh, roughly. So thirty. Yeah, I planned to do fifty, and I think we did more than that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
So then we also, and so, because when we first started with the glove, it was going to be Varden, well, Varden Crip Shop. Yeah. And so the octopus, whose name is now Harry, so if you see the octopus, his name is Harry, you know, uh, because of the octopus in the water, they are, they grip. That's what, that's how they survive. That's how they kill their food. That's how they eat. They, they grip. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we chose an octopus. Well, that, obviously that, but also the brand that we're building, it's really, imagine if you take golf and bring in surf and skate and wake, and really it's going to have a lot of an ocean and kind of a beach influence to it. Yeah. And so like, imagine like Ruka or Volcom or any of those brands that we wear a lot of kind of mixed with kind of the golf world because yeah. it is a golf brand, but we, we don't even call ourselves golfers. Like we no. golf. You're a better golfer than I am. <laughs> I have 24 handicap. That's, you know, <laughs> that's on. That's that's being honest on yeah, my yeah. score. <laughs> that's not counting out of bounds and you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we love to play. Everyone loves to play golf. Yeah, yeah. You know. So and so that's what this brand is for. It's for non-golfers and golfers alike. It's for everybody. But it really kind of takes that influence from the beach and from the ocean and that kind of stuff. And so that's part of the reason we have Harry as well. Right. Yeah. So, well, and and so now. We're we're at a point now where we we actually have a couple po potential sales like we got artwork approval for um, for corporate um, corporate sales so we got the website up and we did our first video shoot yeah. <laughs> didn't know what we were doing but we had a cameraman and we just says hey we're gonna go boat and take take some cool videos <laughs> that was a, we should talk about the story for just a little bit because. There were all sorts of crazy things that happened. We're like, all right, this brand is going to be for guys and for girls because yeah. it's going to have companion styles. It's for the workwear. Um, workwear just doesn't have like the right tone to it. I don't know. But it is clothing that people are going to be wearing in a professional setting. Right. Um, but it is going to be for guys and girls. It's So we're always going to make sure that it's equally represented. And so anyways, we go to go boating and my wife's like, you planned this really crappy because she wasn't able to go. Right, yeah. And I started thinking about it. I was like, we really need to plan that out a lot better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and your then, fiance wasn't able to go. Yeah. Well, because when we, when we, when we selected our videographer, Adam, yeah. we says, Hey, let's just do the October 25th Yeah. or whatever. We just wrote down a date. Well, we were trying to do it before it got too cold too to cold. go. Right. Cause we're like, okay, we're going to be surfing, like boarding behind the boat. Yeah. And I, and I put it in my internal calendar. <laughs> and so it just as that day and I didn't put tentative. Yeah. And then, so she actually took that day off. So, you know, but yeah. so anyway. Oh, yeah, because that's not even. Yeah, because we planned it out for the 25th. Right. It's not even the 25th yet. Right. Yeah. Because we ended it last week. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and then we had, I mean, you had called a bunch of people. I was just trying to make sure that I could get there. Yeah. Like I, when I wakeboard, like I can only wakeboard so much because like I'm getting old now. And so like every time I land, <laughs> it, it either kills my back or my legs and, you know, and everyone's like, well, that's why you need to surf. But like I have the, uh, the, what do you call it? The wakeboarding stereotype, you know, like, so, but surfing is still fun. I, I like, I do like to surf. I just, yeah. it's just the mindset of surfing is what, what I want to change in the boating industry. But anyway, that's, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> we'll dive deep. So, so anyway, so I wanted to just make sure I was healthy. I had my board, my jacket, and it was going to be a little bit colder, but you know, up here, in northern Utah, everyone likes to brag about how far they can go without putting on their wetsuit. But I was just like, You're look, like forget that. Look, I, I need to perform and look good. 
and just at least ride and land some tricks yeah, yeah. for some content. But and, and, and then again, the, the, we need to clarify, it wasn't about the actual riding. It was about right. capturing the lifestyle that we want everyone to, yeah. to be part of. So anyway. Yeah, so if you go look, whenever you're watching this, if you're watching this real recent, then it's you're not going to have to go too far back because... We actually even, we have not even posted our first thing on social media yet. No, we just barely got them all started. Yeah. Just, yeah. But it's going to be one of those first videos, and you'll see that it's not really about the performance. It's about the environment, the lifestyle. Right. Having a good time. Yep, exactly. And and, and, and Adam did a great job doing that. Oh, yeah, I think he captured that really oh, well. Yeah, and it, it's going to be fun to, you know, see where this goes, like even after. Yeah. Dude, a couple other side stories, though. So oh. Adam's girlfriend was going to go. Yep. She didn't end up coming until a little bit later. And then um, Andrew Bergen, he is a podiatrist. He works on feet and does that kind of stuff. So he was at a hospital. He was going to bring his wife and come, Stacia. And he texts me, and I should probably pull it up, but he's all, dude, I can't come. There's a bomb threat, and I'm stuck <laughs> in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Wouldn't they want you what? to go out of the building? If yeah, that's what threat? he said, too. He's like, <laughs> so who knows what exactly happened there. But, yeah, so he wasn't able to come. So... Anyways, the so, only person I was able to come was my sister-in-law for the whole time. Yep. And then she brought a friend, uh, Mike, that came. And then... And then... And then... Anna Lee ended up coming a little bit later. Right. For one, two shots. Yeah, for like two shots because she stopped by. She was like... Cause, her, so she did, she did an IV drip up in the valley. Yeah, uh, yeah. Up in the Ogden Valley. Right. And so then... Yeah. And so just she on just, her way. Yeah, she came back, stopped by. I was like, hey, I know you have a short period of time. <laughs> Let's get two shots and then you can go home. Yeah. Because she had, you know, other stuff to do. Yeah, and then Rachel was there, Adam's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, so she came, like, halfway through. And Blake's wife bailed, too, because... Oh, yeah, because the daughters. Yeah. yeah, so Blake Blake is also your brother-in-law, yeah. and he's the one that organized our water therapy Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. It's his family boat, so... Yeah, so he's on all the shots and stuff, too. He was driving most of the time, and then he surfed and stuff behind the boat, too. But um, anyways, his wife took one for the team, and, mm-hmm. yeah, just watched her kids while we went out and played. Right. So... And then, yeah, and then we, we, we did a pretty good job. Yeah, I thought, oh, and then the end. So we were planning on doing all that. As you can tell, there's a bunch of people uh, that didn't show up. The fire. It is kind of funny, right? Because I feel like when I'm seeing, like, promo videos and all that kind of stuff, you're like, wow, that's really cool. There's all these people that showed up and stuff. Like, more than half the people didn't show up. Right. And we were going to do a fire after. So go ahead and tell that yeah, story. Yeah, so, so, all right. And I was just making sure we were keeping everything on time, you know, because we, we had one day. We had the camera guy there. We had Adam there. He's there, ready to roll. But when we pulled off the lake, it was getting dark because we were trying to get in golden hour. Got some good shots in golden hour, which was awesome. Yeah, you doing big old Rayleighs and all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, it was. And and me and me and Blake had a moment there where we just looked each other in the eyes, like, dude, we got to get this shot. And it was like I I knew what he was doing. He knew what I was doing, and yeah. we, we we did a good job. Nice. So then you know we wanted to get some candid shots of you know being by the fire. So the the whole video we wanted to capture is us just going boating having a good time, at the end, having a fire. Yeah. And so when we go to have a fire, everyone that was with us couldn't go to the fire. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just so, me and you so and the camera guy. The camera guy. And then, uh, uh, but your sister-in-law, Shelly, says, hey, you know what? I know a group of people that are having a fire yeah. up on this property. You can go there and see. And so she made a phone call. I was like, hey, I'm going to send my brother-in-law yeah. Anybody and they're gonna they're doing a promo video and they're gonna bring you some shirts and stuff and <laughs> just take video. Yeah. And so we're going into the mountains, you know, a place that we don't really even know. Yeah. Gonna try to meet up with people we have no idea who they are. Yep. 
remotely, and then we're going to ask to shoot a video with all of them. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, long story short, you know, it, it turned out it would be awesome. We, we well, yeah, they were super rad people. They're so, so cool. I mean, I, I, I don't remember all their names, but all we heard was... Jakey. Yeah, that's Shelly said, hey, Jakey, on the phone. <laughs> So, so we show up and we're like, hey, is Jakey here? And he's like 6'5", like this big old dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. we made it, though. And then they were super cool. We gave them some swag and took some video. And then we just let them have it because it's like we were out by fire. And, and you know, we don't want to try to resell someone's smoky fire. And we were going to wash it and then try to sell it on the website. Yeah, yeah so. We and they were all super cool. They were stoked. They were stoked about it. So, I mean, and so now, I mean, that, I mean, that. We're, that's where we are now and yeah. so like you know as far as the business goes and everything like we have built the sli- we have built the slingshot the u we got the rubber bands in place we got barden in the in the pincher whatever and we're right here ready yeah. to let go yeah so, i think that and that i think that's where we're at you know we i mean we yeah. can talk about a couple of the sales leads that we had that are going to help us get stuff kicked off but other than that like yeah I don't know there's just it feels have like we not, have we not covered everything to, to this point right yeah I think that's that's basically it yeah I mean we've had sales meetings we weren't even it's funny because we're like we're gonna launch we're gonna launch and if anybody's ever built a brand everything always takes way longer than you think and it's always way more expensive than you think and it still took longer than I thought <laughs> Right, and, and so, with that in mind. so to put that in perspective, we have our soft goods, like we have some hats and shirts, but we don't even have like what we originally started with was a glove yeah. and a polo. Yep. But we're, we're, it'll come. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, so we're working with several factories uh, for those to come, but it's it's unique. The things that we're wanting to do are, are different. We're not just saying, hey, just, yeah. just repeat what you've done for us before. So anyways, we want to do it right, but man, we want to do it now. Right. It's... Because our stoke, our stoke meters are all the way up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. And, and the thing is, is that the one thing that's really cool is, you know, like when we tell the story and we tell what, what it is, everyone's also stoked on it. And that just yeah. adds to my stoke meter every time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I actually had a sales call the other day. Somebody was trying to sell me on something. And they were like, hey, so tell me about your business. So I started telling them about Varda. And what they do, we already take care of um, in-house. We do some stuff. And so... Anyways, we got off the phone and they texted me and they said, hey, there's a couple people that I need to introduce you to. So they were still giving us referrals, even though they were trying to sell, they you were trying to sell me something. Right, right. And they turn around and give us referrals. So it just feels like this has its own momentum. And a lot of that, like I said, it doesn't feel like this is like my brand. It's its own entity that is growing. Right. And especially with what do we got? We got six people that are yeah. invested in it right now. Yeah. And, we, and, and I guess that's our last topic. Is the meeting? Yeah, like we actually put together a real meeting. You know, well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, we're, I'm used to. I, I'm, you know, I've worked in other sales and stuff, but this is like we're we're gonna we're gonna create a culture. We're gonna keep that all the way through. So we, you know, I, I truly believe, and the reason why my Stoke meter is so far up, this is gonna be a Fortune 500 company at some point. You're gonna see Varden on the Live Tournament. You're gonna see Varden on the PGA Tour. You're gonna see Varden. You're gonna. Everyone's gonna see Varden everywhere, and, and the reason why is because I already have a lot of energy naturally, and and then as soon as we get this going, I'm gonna. We're just gonna be plowing and just growing, and so I do believe that this is gonna be a Fortune 500 company, and 
Now I totally forgot why I was saying that. But what were we talking about? Oh, the meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the meeting. So we were creating. Sorry, we were creating. We're gonna start this culture of you know like we're gonna start it now. Our culture is of of working at when people come when we're fortune even before we're Fortune five hundred company. When people come here, they're gonna enjoy working here. Because it's not just going to be some random meeting. We put together structure. We're gonna we're, and we're gonna start that way, even though we only have six people. Yeah, like it's it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have breakfast and we're gonna have a good meeting and it's gonna be a good vibe. So I'm. Yeah, something that's interesting about that too is we're gonna have a really really good time, but part of that is because everybody that's here enjoys working hard as well. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's kind of hard because we just went to. Uh, my high school reunion, my 20 year high school reunion, which it was delayed a year because of COVID. But I went there and it seemed like everybody I was talking to, they were like, dude, all you do is play all day long. And it's because I post a lot of things on social from early, early in the morning or late at night when I am playing. Right. But there's a crap ton of work that's happening between those hours. And it's going to be interesting because as we build this brand, we don't want it to be something that people look at it and they're like, all we do is we're just going to play all day long. And it's like, that's this really isn't like a partying brand. It's not something that's something we've kind of talked about. There's brands that are trying to kind of drift from tradition. And my wife is even just talking about this the other day. She's like, I don't know how I feel about that tagline drift from tradition. And I was like, well, we're not saying like we're going against the grain or we're saying like, hey, we're leaving all kinds of tradition aside. What we're saying is we're not okay with the status quo. Like, we're not okay with just like doing things the way they've always been done. We're always going to be looking to innovate. We're always going to be looking for ways to do things better and to bring our style along with it. That includes everything that's good in the world as well. And I feel like sometimes when people are talking about getting away from tradition, they're like, oh, that's getting away from values and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, this isn't a party brand. Right, right. This is a professional brand that for people that know how to work hard and play hard. Right. And they want to kind of incorporate that fun that they have in life enjoyment of life they actually enjoy life while they're working and when they're not working they want to be able to represent that right. in all aspects so when they're in a meeting they can be authentically themselves just like harry varden just like harry varden exactly like that that just caps the whole story you know and that's exactly why it's called varden kind of we've kind of mentioned this but obviously he was a high performer right he was an over deliverer he's one of the winningest golfers of all time but he was still like i'm gonna bring my style with this like people yeah. are gonna know who i am not to make a statement not to stand out from people but for people to know who you are for you right so yeah man so we're excited we want you guys to follow along on our journey and you know we uh i mean currently right now we're looking for interns you know so yeah if yeah, you're so watching this before <laughs> yeah so right now there's me, there's Wayman. We're Jordan um, Squared, by the way, because Jordan we're Squared. both named Jordan, so we have we're going by last names and it's something we're gonna stick with the company. Yeah. Last names. <laughs> yeah, so then we've got I mean then we got four other people and then yeah. we're looking to bring on like eight to nine more people. Yep. Eight to ten, somewhere in there. Women and men. Yep. Together. So Yeah. So Anyways, it's going to be a real interesting ride just over the next couple of weeks, just kind of seeing what develops and what happens. Um, but I guess this is something that we're probably going to take like parts of this and kind of like share with different people. This, this is a part that I think people may want to listen to when they're like, oh, what's this 
podcast going to be about. We're going to kind of document the ups and the downs and kind of like just what we're doing as we're trying to build this crazy thing. Right. Like my straight microphone holder <laughs> that I have just leaning against my chair. Right. Yeah. Like pretty soon we're, we'll, we're, we're, when we have an HQ, a headquarters, we will have a nice, you know, we're going to, we're going to document this all the way through. So like the, the, the haters out there that are like, oh, that's never going to be a fortune 500 company. You just wait, you know, <laughs> you just wait. Cause, uh, you know, we're, we, we just want to show the authenticity, everything behind the scenes. So that way you can be a part and enjoy the story. You know, it's going to be a long time. Yeah. Everyone's going to know me. Is Jordan from Varden. I'm not going to be the boat guy anymore. I'm not going to be the wakeboard guy anymore. I'm going to be the Varden guy. That's my mission. Yeah, but with Varden specifically, it'll be all that <laughs> with us. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah, I'm excited about where it's at. It's funny. We were just talking in the car the other day. I know we need to probably wrap up, but we were talking in the other car, in the car, and part of the beginning of this podcast, I think, is from that conversation where I was like, man, it really feels like my entire career has kind of led up to this point. Yeah. I feel like everything you've done in your career has led up to this point. Right. And everybody that we're bringing on, it feels like it's kind of that same way, which is a really good thing. Hopefully everybody feels that with wherever they're at. Hopefully yeah. their life is leading up to where they're at and they're continually pushing harder. Right. So. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be good. Same. So, so our next steps for us, if we don't cover it, we have our, our first team meeting. We're going to go over strategies. Yep. Uh, then our next, you know what we should do is product review too. Like, mm. you know, go to the website and see what we have now. But I think like once we get our glove, I think we should do a podcast. That's true. And then, and then also talk about kind of the behind the scenes of like when we were making it, this is kind of what went into it and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Part of what we want for this podcast is we said kind of documenting the journey, but we want people to know kind of the behind the scenes, like these are why we're making the decisions we're making because every garment, every piece of gear that we're going to make is going to have very high attention to detail. Everything is intentional. And anyways, so we'll share some of that stuff. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so we'll get a glove. Our polos are in next and then we'll do an, probably another video shoot, get some more stuff on the website. Cause right now it's just, everything is up. Now we just got to fill everything. Yeah. You know, we got to fill some interns. We got to fill some of our social media yep. and get some more content and keep going. Yeah. I guess one other thing we haven't covered is we have a golf tournament coming up in June. Oh, I think we need to mention that every time we get on this podcast. Yeah, we can. Just hey, don't forget about the golf tournament. <laughs> yeah. Which is going to be a ton of fun. It's funny because I was like, hey, I know several people that are creators and do those kinds of things. And there was a, an event called Vid Summit that happened two weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago? Yeah. Anyways, it was a little bit ago. And that's specifically what it was for. It was like, it was for creators to all come together. And so that's what we are wanting for a golf tournament is we're actually going to have, we're going to be able to spread the reach and really that's what we want. It's funny, something you had mentioned is we really need to kind of make sure that people know who who Harry Varden is Yeah. so that they can start to live their lives that same way. Right. And so... Anyways, that's kind of the idea of the golf tournament. Um, I guess we can kind of share kind of the behind the scenes of what we're looking to do yeah. with the tournament. Yeah, and I think, no, because that would be good because I'm, I'm trying to get everything. I want I want anyone who's watching this or listening to this to know 
where we're at, or where we came from, where we're at right now, and where we're going. Obviously, we want to be a Fortune 500 company, but real time, you know, we want to get we want to have a lot of money, a lot of a lot of sales sold all the way through, you know, till June. You know, we want to just you know get some corporate sales, get people buying stuff on the website, um, and things of that nature, and then so we have certain sales targets for that, you know, and then the the what we're working for for real time is the golf tournament and this golf tournament is going to be specifically for content creators and what's going to separate our golf tournament versus any other other golf tournaments is we're going to have different challenges in between the holes that are going to be lifestyle and fun stuff like a cornhole that you're going to have to launch through a air cannon cannon, yeah Yeah, air cannon Uh, maybe we'll have like a, a skateboard and when someone has to try and kickflip, or I don't know, you know, we'll 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 figure something out for each individual hole to do something mm-hmm. fun, like a poker hole or a, yeah, know, we've got just all kinds of different kind things. of crazy ideas. We'll kind of share those as they kind of come up, but part of those two, well, we'll have to see. And and, and the purpose of that golf tournament is to really get Varden on the map. Yeah, and so like kind of like the big next step. Yeah, I think maybe we should share some things like this in the podcast. So. One reason, and we've talked about this, but one reason we have the golf tournament is it gives a very clear event, not too far into the future, that the whole team can kind of focus on and say, we need to accomplish all these goals by this specific date. Right. And so everybody that comes on, it's very clear. It's very, the, the more tangible you can make a goal, the higher likelihood it is that your team is actually going to hit that goal. Right. And so it's, all right, by June... And we'll just, I think as we say it, we'll be kind of committed to it. We want to hit eight figures in sales by June. Right. We have it mapped out to where we can do that. And everybody that comes on is going to have that same mentality that we need to be there so that we can be self-sufficient by that tournament. So we can be running in the black. Go ahead. Right. No, and then they'll they'll know what they need to do to help contribute to the the goals that we have by the golf tournament and how they can help contribute. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's very much internal for us to be able to look at. It's also external for us to be able to get, obviously, the reach out quite a bit larger. And the golf tournament, it's going to, everybody that's going to be there, the creators are going to be there because of the other creators that are there, because they'll be able to expand their network. Each hole is going to have a sponsor to be able to help to do those crazy events and those types of things that want to be in front of those entire audiences. And for us, Varden is backing the whole thing, so we'll obviously be able to... um, connect with those audiences as well. So we're looking, everything that we're doing, we're trying to be very strategic and say, how can we build this with a specific business plan behind it? Right. So anyways, that's... And that's the golf tournament. That's 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 our, tournament. That's, our, that's, our, that's our furthest out so far. Yeah. Yep. And that, that's all the updates. June 2023. Yep. So. Yes. We'll keep everyone updated. Yeah. We'll try not to make these super long and we'll probably try to kind of condense them down so that it's not something where you're like, holy cow, this takes a long time, but maybe we'll have just long form too. Cause right. one thing we really want to do is, um, we want to make sure that this doesn't feel like too staged and polished. Like as you can tell, <laughs> yeah. we just kind of jumped on we, and, like, and oh, we just, we, talk. we got the microphones up and we're going to just start talking and try to get everyone up to date. So yeah. I think next our next podcast will probably be after our next and you know next event and after some sales. I mean, we're going to be pushing this pretty hard, so there there might be updates quite frequently. Yeah. 
and just keep everyone posted. But we just want to make sure you guys have a good idea of what Barden is, what we're about, and where we're going with this. And and that's why, like, I mean, I, I'm glad that we're just hacking this right now, you know, like, because pretty yeah. soon we're going to have, you know, production manager and everything. You know what I mean? Like, we're, this is going to be a big thing. And then it won't be such a hack, and then we can look back on this five to ten years and be like, "Yeah, hey, remember that one time <laughs> we we tried to do a podcast? This is yeah. podcast number one. Yeah, you know, just like just like when Dude Perfect they did did their first trick shot, and they said, "Oh, Dude Perfect," you know, like see where they grew. You know, speaking of the very first thing, <laughs> if you haven't, go and look at Post Malone's first music video. Oh yeah, yeah. that's good. Dude, it made him big. Same thing. Like this is this is the exact same thing. Exact same thing. And, and I I truly believe that people like to see that. Like I I, I like to see it. I yeah. watch other people yeah. grow. So. Yeah, and it's just funny because I'm sure we'll look back and we'll be like, "Ooh, we shouldn't have done that, or should have done that, or whatever." But we all if we're staying true to like one, done is better than perfect. So we're gonna make sure that we're actually jumping in. And what's the, so? Here's our two things that we're living by right now. Done is better than perfect. Because. Otherwise, I'm such a perfectionist that things just will take forever and actually never even come about. Right. And really, you do want to make it as close to perfect as you can, but there's a point where you got to ship it, where right. you're like, okay, cool, let's move forward. Otherwise, it'll just never come about. Right. The other motto that we live by, which is a military term. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Yeah. So I I learned that from my father-in-law. We ride dirt bikes, and he just says, slow, smooth, smooth is fast. And then I told it to my one of my other buddies. He's like, yeah, they use that all the time. And so, yeah. but yeah, I mean, done is better than nothing. So here we go. Let's make it happen. Okay. Well, now we need like some sort of sign-off, like fist bump or something. I don't know. Gunshots, but. Something real corny. Yeah. Yeah. Travis Pastrana. Thanks, guys.